Today is July the 28th. Today we see the fall of Nineveh. Today, as we read through the Bible in a year, I'd like you to read the book of Habakkuk, uh, three chapters long again, like many of the minor prophets that we have been reading this week. Here in the book of Habakkuk, uh, it occurs after the fall of Nineveh, but before the Babylonian captivity. Babylon is rising in power and Habakkuk sees uh, the the uh, immediate future that Babylon will come and take Judah. Now, the way the book is structured, um, there are two complaints that Habakkuk has. Uh, Habakkuk 1, 2, How long, O Lord, must I call for help? But you don't listen. It's a complaint that he has. And the Lord then answers, starting in verse 5. The second complaint comes at the end of chapter 1 uh, in verse 12. O Lord my God, you who are internal, surely you don't plan to wipe us out. And then the Lord responds in Habakkuk 2, verse 2. Chapter 3 is a separate prayer of Habakkuk. A prayer in which he sees what's coming. He sees the destruction of Jerusalem. But he ends his prayer with an absolutely beautiful statement, beginning in verse 17. Even though the fig trees have no blossoms, there are no grapes on the vines, even though the olive crop fails and the fields lie empty and barren, even though the flocks die in the fields and the cattle barns are empty, yet I will rejoice in the Lord. I'll be joyful in the God of my salvation. The sovereign Lord is my strength. He makes me as sure-footed as a deer, able to tread upon the heights. Habakkuk's call to faith in the face of difficulties is one that's important for us today. Enjoy as you read the book of Habakkuk today. Habakkuk 1-3 New Living Translation, Habakkuk 1. The prophecy that Habakkuk the prophet received. How long, Lord, must I call for help, but you don't listen? Cry out to you violence, but you do not save? Why do you make me look at injustice? Why do you tolerate wrongdoing? Destruction and violence are before me. There's strife and conflict abounds. Therefore the law is paralyzed and justice never prevails. The wicked hem in the righteous so that justice is perverted. Look at the nations and watch and be utterly amazed. For I'm going to do something in your days that you would not believe, even if you were told. I'm raising up the Babylonians, that ruthless and impetuous people who sweep across the whole earth to seize dwellings not their own. They're a feared and dreaded people. They're a law to themselves and promote their own honor. Their horses are swifter than leopards, fiercer than wolves at dusk. Their cavalry 
gallops headlong. Their horsemen come from afar. They fly like an eagle swooping to devour. They all come intent on violence. Their hordes advance like a desert wind and gather prisoners like sand. They mock kings and scoff at rulers. They laugh at all fortified cities. By building earthen ramps, they capture them. Then they sweep past the wind and go on, guilty people whose own strength is their God. O Lord, are you not from everlasting? My God, my Holy One, you will never die. You, Lord, have appointed them to execute judgment. You, my rock, have ordained them to punish. Your eyes are too pure to look on evil. You cannot tolerate wrongdoing. Why then do you tolerate the treacherous? Why are you silent while the wicked swallow up those more righteous than themselves? You've made people like the fish of the sea, the sea creatures that have no ruler. The wicked foe pulls all of them up with hooks. He catches them in his net. He gathers them up in his dragnet, and so he rejoices and is glad. Therefore, he sacrifices to his net and burns incense to his dragnet. For by his net he lives in luxury and enjoys the choicest food. Is he to keep on emptying his net, destroying nations without mercy? Habakkuk 2 I will stand at my watch and station myself on the ramparts. I'll look to see what he will say to me, what answer I am to give to this complaint. Then the Lord replied, Write down the revelation and make it plain on tablets so that a herald may run with it. For the revelation awaits an appointed time. It speaks of the end and will not prove false. Though it linger... Wait for it. It will certainly come and will not delay. See, the enemy is puffed up. His desires are not upright, but the righteous person will live by his faithfulness. Indeed, wine betrays him. He's arrogant and never at rest, because he's as greedy as the grave, and like death, is never satisfied. He gathers to himself all the nations and takes captive all the peoples. Will not all of them taunt him with ridicule and scorn, saying, Woe to him who piles up stolen goods and makes himself wealthy by extortion? How long must this go on? Will not your creditors suddenly arise? Will they not wake up and make you tremble? Then you'll become their prey, because you've plundered many nations. The peoples who are left will plunder you, for you've shed human blood. You've destroyed lands and cities and everyone in them. Woe to him who builds his house with unjust gain, setting his nest on high to escape the clutches of ruin. You've plotted the ruin of many peoples, shaming your own house and forfeiting your life. The stones of the wall will cry out, and the beams of the woodwork will echo it. Woe to him who builds a city with bloodshed and establishes a town by injustice. Has not the Lord Almighty determined that the people's labor is only fuel for the fire, that the nations exhaust themselves for nothing? For the earth will be filled with the knowledge of the glory of the Lord as the waters cover the sea." 
Woe to him who gives drink to his neighbors, pouring it from the wineskin till they're drunk, so that he can gaze on their naked bodies. You'll be filled with shame instead of glory. Now it's your turn. Drink and let your nakedness be exposed. This cup from the Lord's right hand is coming around to you, and disgrace will cover your glory. The violence you've done to Lebanon will overwhelm you, and your destruction of animals will terrify you, for you have shed human blood. You've destroyed lands and cities and everyone in them. Of what value is an idol carved by a craftsman or an image that teaches lies? For the one who makes it trusts in his own creation. He makes idols that cannot speak. Woe to him who says to wood, come to life, or to lifeless stone, wake up. Can it give guidance? Is it covered with gold and silver? There's no breath in it. The Lord is in his holy temple. Let all the earth be silent before him. Habakkuk 3, a prayer of Habakkuk the prophet on Shigionoth. Lord, I've heard of your fame. I stand in awe of your deeds, Lord. Repeat them in our day. In our time, make them known. In wrath, remember mercy. God came from Taman, the Holy One from Mount Paran. His glory covered the heavens and his praise filled the earth. His splendor was like the sunrise. Rays flashed from his hand where his power was hidden. Plague went before him. Pestilence followed his steps. He stood and shook the earth. He looked and made the nations tremble. The ancient mountains crumbled and the age-old hills collapsed. But he marches on forever. I saw the tents of Kushan in distress, the dwellings of Midian in anguish. Were you angry with the rivers, Lord? Was your wrath against the streams? Did you rage against the seas when you rode your horses and your chariots to victory? You uncovered your bow. You called for many arrows. You split the earth with rivers. The mountains saw you and writhed. Torrents of water swept by. The deep roared and lifted its waves on high. Sun and moon stood still in the heavens at the glint of your flying arrows, at the lightning of your flashing spear. In wrath, you strode through the earth, and in anger, you threshed the nations. You came out to deliver your people, to save your anointed one. You crushed the leader of the land of wickedness. You stripped him from head to foot. With his own spear, you pierced his head when his warriors stormed out to scatter us, gloating as though about to devour the wretched who were in hiding. You trampled the sea with your horses, churning the great waters. I heard and my heart pounded. My lips quivered at the sound. Decay crept into my bones and my legs trembled. Yes, I'll wait patiently for the day of calamity to come on the nation invading us. Though the fig tree does not bud and there are no grapes on the vines, though the olive crop fails and the fields produce no food, Though there are no sheep in the pen and no cattle in the stalls, yet I will rejoice in the Lord. I'll be joyful in God my Savior. 
The sovereign Lord is my strength. He makes my feet like the feet of a deer. He enables me to tread on the heights. For the director of music on my stringed instruments. Like, follow, and subscribe to this devotional on whatever platform you use to listen to it. Email your questions to us at questions at becomehope.com. Tomorrow, we will see Israel returning again to being faithful to the Lord and then falling again.